What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Three Rings podcast. Today, we have a very special episode coming at you all with the NBA playoffs. We are doing a NBA playoffs preview. And so we're going to be going through um, almost all the series, talking about, you know, who are the legit contenders, who's winning it all, and so on. So make sure to uh, really listen to, like, I think this whole episode, I think it's going to be a really interesting one. Um, but yeah, before we get into it, though, as usual, make sure to uh, follow the, the socials on Instagram at Three Rings Podcast, um, of course, on Twitter too, TikTok, we'll probably post a little bit of this on TikTok, um, and then even YouTube also, so make sure to check us out, and of course, you know, like and subscribe, make sure to, to do that, so yeah, we'll get into it. Um, I guess we'll start out obviously with the first round matchup. So rather than getting into the exact series, who do you guys think is the most likely team to get swept in the first round? And do you think there's any, maybe? I think these like matchups are definitely, they feel pretty even like this year in the NBA, like a lot of these teams were in the middle of the pack, you know, they were, not much separation by record. And there weren't many dominant teams. I think Phoenix is the only team you could truly say was dominant. But if I had to pick a team to get swept, hey, I hate to do this, but I got to go with the Chicago Bulls. I think the, <laughs> I think, I think Milwaukee, just that playoff experience, they did it last year against the Heat, you know, surprising everyone, sweeping them. And, you know, Chicago has really struggled. You know, they really struggled towards the end of the season. They were getting basically any team they played that like, was good would beat them and and the lack of playoff experience is definitely something that like I get concerned about when thinking about the Bulls but yeah I think I think if there is a series I think Milwaukee Milwaukee's the only one which I think they have a shot to sweep yeah I would also say Chicago um I mean Neil and I have kind of been on the Chicago hate train for a while so there's that aspect of it. I do think um, Luca not playing for the Mavs or being questionable could be, you know, the, I think the Mavs could get swept if he's not, if he's not playing or if they're struggling or if he's struggling with an injury. Um, but yeah, those are kind of the two only options. I don't think like the Heat are really overwhelming, especially if the Hawks win because the Hawks do have that experience from last year. And I think the Suns probably would also be another easy pick if the Pelicans get in or the or the Clippers. I'll say this about the Mavs. Don't count out Dorian Finney-Smith, all right? I mean, yeah. just because Luca's out doesn't mean my boy Dorian. <laughs> yeah, Aiden, you, you counted out Spencer Dinwiddie, too. Dinwiddie, Come on, bro. Maybe yeah. the Tom, Piston. <laughs> nah, but I'm, I'm with you guys on Chicago. Um yeah, I just I think they're trending completely downwards right now. So, yeah, I don't know. They're they're just it doesn't look good for the Bulls. I'm pretty sure didn't Lonzo get shut down too for the yeah, season? He, he shut down. Um, yeah, playoff Demar might as well be worse than playoff P as well. <laughs> Lows, yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'll go with Chicago. Um, and then I think to throw another one out there, yeah, I'll say Phoenix, I think will sweep. Um, I will talk about this later, but the playing game, we're recording this before the eight seed matchups tonight, but 
I have a feeling the Pelicans will, will win that game, and I think the Phoenix Suns will sweep them in the first round. So I would say those two. Um, but, yeah, all right. So to keep it going, um, every year in the playoffs, I feel like there's at least a couple big upsets that happen, maybe not in the first round, but of the first-round matchups, and I'm, I mean like six, seven, or eight seeds, do you see any big upset happening this year? I want I I don't, but I want to say that T Wolves Grizzlies could get a little feisty. I think it's going to be a, a little a little feisty. <laughs> I think a little. It's it's a spicy matchup for sure. Um, but I also I, just because neither team really has any playoff experience at all. Um, but yeah, I mean, I think the Grizzlies have really made a step that no one really thought they would take this early um, with Jaw being an all-NBA player this year. Oh, but, yeah, I mean, Cat has also been an all-NBA player this year too. So um, there's that aspect. I think the Nets are kind of an easy pick too. I think I, I would pick the Nets to beat the Celtics just because KD's my guy. But, um, yeah, those two. But I don't really see that the Heat or the Suns losing. Yeah, I have to agree there. I don't think I can't really see the Suns. If they play, if they play the Clippers, then I got to root for the Clippers. But um, I don't think the Suns will lose the first round. Neither will the Heat and Warriors and Nuggets. I'd like to see the Nuggets put up a fight, and I think they will. But you just have way too many injuries there. We talked about Milwaukee, Chicago. I don't think Chicago has a chance in that series. So. Yeah, I also have to agree with, um, I think Grizzlies, Timberwolves, I don't know if the Timberwolves will win the series, but I, I hope that they make it a little bit more competitive. I honestly, getting Patrick Beverly, I think I said this at the beginning of the season, getting Patrick Beverly was like the best thing that could happen to that franchise. Like they need someone like that who's going to, you know, bring that sort of culture there. And that may not win you like a championship, but it'll definitely it'll definitely get you to like the second round or, or the conference finals. <laughs> so I mean, there's that. And then obviously the Nets, um, especially if Ben Simmons comes back, there's always there's always that. But do you guys actually let me throw this? Do you if the Celtics win, if the Celtics beat the Nets, is that considered a surprise? Do you guys think yes. that's a surprise? Yes. <laughs> yes. Surprise? I, I forgot to say when I asked the question, not counting Brooklyn, just because that's such a weird series, man, of like the Brooklyn Nets are really a seven seed, you know, with Kevin Durant, Kyrie, but they've just had a weird season, of course. Um, but yeah, I would, I would definitely say so. No, cause I will say though, in the Celtics defense, like um, KD and Kyrie had to play the game of their lives to beat a Cleveland team without Jared Allen. So like the Nets do have quite a few problems, especially on defense and, so they may not be as good, but I mean, yeah, no, the star town is there and you can't, I kind of want KD to come back. I, I'm personally hoping for a uh, Ben Simmons, uh, like a net Sixers series and Ben Simmons comes back and he just fucking shuts up everyone from Philadelphia. It'd be, it'd be amazing. But uh, yeah, those are, those are my picks as well. The Celtics just don't have the supporting cast. Like besides, like besides Marcus Smart, like none of their role players really wow me. I mean, like I guess Robert Williams is fine, and he's and like out. Daniel Tice. Or yeah, he's not playing. Is Daniel Tice who they brought back after they got rid of? 
So, I mean, like, none of, their, none of their guys can really take over besides Marcus Smart, Brown, and Tatum. I feel I feel like you you can say that there's, like, a bunch of guys on the Nets that can, um, even though they're kind of old and getting washed. But still, the Nets just have way more depth, and they just have had injuries and Kyrie this whole year. So that's been their their issue. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm, I'm with you on that. I will say, give Ime Udoka a ton of credit for what he did with that Boston team in the yeah. regular season. Because, I mean, I don't know if you guys remember, there was a time in, like, the beginning of January where Celtics fans and everybody thought he was going to get fired. Yeah. They um, but, yeah, they, they completely turned around the year. Um, I guess as far as my upset picks, uh, like I said, I'm not going to say Brooklyn. I think I'm with you guys on Minnesota. I think that that will be a very, very good series. I think it's going to be very feisty, everything that you want in an NBA playoff series. Um, it's going to be tough, though, because Memphis Memphis is good. I mean, that is a really good team over there. But I wouldn't be surprised if Minnesota gets it done. I'll also say I think it's, if Steph is hurt and, you know, there's so many questions with his injury status right now. It looks like he's going to play game one. But if he's not at like 90% even, I think the Nuggets will actually win that series just because the Warriors are just god-awful when, when Steph isn't playing. And then Draymond's dealt with injury issues this year. Jordan Poole, to be fair, is taking big steps. But, yeah, I don't know. I think that will be a good one um, as well. So I would say those two and then, of course, Brooklyn. But like we said, I don't think that's really an upset. And going back to Brooklyn, by the way, um, Vinay, you alluded to it with Ben Simmons. Do you guys think that he should come back? The, the latest reports are that they're aiming for game four for him to come back, but he hasn't played any 5v5 scrimmages, nothing like that. And in the NBA playoffs, they don't practice scrimmages. They don't, they don't do 5v5. So do you think that it's a good idea to have Ben Simmons come back? I think so. I think. Um... There's, you know, like offense, obviously, like he's going to be rusty and stuff, but I feel like on defense, if he can, if he's moving like Ben Simmons normally, normally does, they need every ounce of defense they can get. I mean, um, if you go on, like, if you read like Nets Twitter and all, it's this, this uh, phenomena where players just shoot 10% above their averages whenever they play the Nets and defense is something which I think like you, it's kind of, you, it's kind of an effort thing, Ben Simmons puts in it's kind of like you know you can be a good defender if you put in the effort and I feel like that's something Ben Simmons can control and I feel like they they need every ounce of defense they can get and also they're gonna have to bring him back at some time because I don't think with their current roster without Ben Simmons I don't think they're gonna win a championship I think they need they need Ben Simmons and they made they lost James Harden for a reason I mean it's time you make him play so from for me I think yeah you have to and ideally I'll say if it's in a point where the series is perhaps like it's like two one or something where it's not like they're about to get swept, you know, it's like, if they're in a position where maybe they're up, they can try to experiment with it. Yeah. I think you bring him back, but in a smaller role, you don't, you don't start him immediately and you don't play him, you know, 25, 30 minutes immediately. Probably if you bring, if he's ready for game one or game two, you probably play him you know, five minutes in the second quarter where, you know, it's probably not going to hurt. 
to put him put him in like a position like that. So I think there's that aspect. I don't think he'll be, you know, like what he was like all star level a couple of years ago when you bring him back. So obviously there's that, but he will give you a boost off the bench. And as as much as we like to joke about how bad he was in the playoffs last year at the end. Um, it's just a whole different team with Kyrie and KD than just being like with Embiid because you don't need him to, you know, make that layup at the end and then he kicks it out instead. Like <laughs> KD will knock that down for you. And KD, KD will push him away and tell him to give me the ball and don't, don't uh, touch the ball on offense. But yeah. I think I think this team is a lot different than the Sixers team, and it's a way better fit for him, in my opinion. Yeah, I'm with you on that. Um, I think you know, even if he comes back for just literally ten minutes each game, and you like slowly ramp him up, depending on how far they go in the playoffs, that still helps your team. But I will say it it does seem like this whole situation is becoming just a big distraction and annoyance to the whole Brooklyn team. And I got to say with Kevin Durant, by the way, the fact that this dude has dealt with like the Kyrie Irving vaccination stuff, the James Harden stripper clubs, the (laughs) literally everything. And now the Ben Simmons stuff and the dude just, I mean, he's still going to go out and get you 40. Like, it's just insane how good Kevin Durant is. Yes, sir. And yeah, the interviews that he's had, by the way, and talking about this is like, he's acting like Ben isn't coming back. They're preparing like they're not getting him back. Mm-hmm. And so, and I think that's the way to go. Cause you just, you don't know at this point. And yeah, like I said, it seems like it's starting to be a little bit of a distraction. But yeah. I'll say about Kevin Durant, like, I don't want to I don't want to use the word loyal because he did leave the thunder and that's like a lot of fans hate him for that but I can tell like his relationship with Kyrie Irving at least is quite genuine like the fact that he's willing to put up first with the vaccine stuff with James Harden like you can tell KD wants to play with Kyrie like they this is like a genuine relationship they have so I mean as long as they're on the floor together I don't see KD having problems like if he has to drop 50 each game like he's more than willing to do that so Props to him. Props to him for, like, hanging in there, there this season. And I'll say, too, the Nets were, like, in, like, the two seed or threes. They were up in the Upper East until KD got hurt. So, I mean, this is a pretty solid team, I guess, even without Simmons. Yeah, I mean, I, I was just going to say, honestly, I think Brooklyn's a team that I'll probably be rooting for in the Eastern Conference side of things just because, you know, I really respect Kevin Durant, what he's done. I think all fans are starting to actually like KD Yeah. Um, now that he's on Brooklyn because everyone hated him in Golden State and for obvious reasons. But I think now everyone's kind of rooting for him to get that chip on his own. Or not on his own, but different team, different situation. Um, the dream path, by the way, that I want to see for Brooklyn, kind of like you were saying, V, is like I want to see them win their first round, then play Milwaukee, and then play Philadelphia after. That would be – that's, that's the dream right there. That's entertainment. But, that's it. Yeah. But as we know with the playoffs, though, we don't always get the dream matchups because we've been wanting to see the Clippers and Lakers at full health for so long, and that just never happened. So, <laughs> yeah. Anyways, all right. So this kind of goes along with what I was saying, though, series that we want to see. Um, for the first round, what series are you most excited to watch? 
So we already touched on Grizzlies, Timberwolves, and I won't say that one, but that is interesting for its own reason. But I'll say um, the Raptors, Sixers is a is a series which I think is kind of interesting, just from from two sake of perspectives. Like the Sixers are all in. Like you have James Harden, Tyrese Maxey, Joel Joel Embiid MVP. Like you're all in on this team. It's a four seed, and you're in a position now where you kind of need to make a serious run if you want Joel to be happy or James Harden, if you want, you know, like belief that they can do something. And then you have the Raptors who I don't want to say they came out. They didn't come out of nowhere. Cause they were like, they still had, you know, OG, you know, Fred Van Vliet and all those people. Hey man, they got the rookie of the year though. They got the, rookie of the, year too. <laughs> the, the supposed rookie yeah. of the year and Scotty Barnes. No. Yeah. No, but <laughs> I mean, they have this team where it's like, it's like a reincarnation of the team of that won the championship, you know? So they have a lot, lots of playoff experience along with Scotty Barnes, of course. And I wonder like how, if they're probably more ready, like I wouldn't be surprised if the Raptors beat the Sixers. Like I have a lot of faith in the Raptors team and I feel like their experience they have is something that's going to be interesting to watch and how they like match up with the Sixers who they also have experience, but Joel Embiid has not done, has not been to a finals like, Fred Van Vliet has or Pascal, Pascal Siakam, OG, and Anobi, all those people. So that's a series for me. It's interesting. And rookie of the year, Scotty Barnes, to get to see him in the playoffs. So that's always great. I think the Thibault factor not of him not yes. playing in Toronto yeah. is going to be huge. And I think for that reason, I, I'm picking the Raptors to win this series. And I also think that it intrigues me a little less um, I think Warriors Nuggets for me is probably the most intriguing, um, especially if Steph is back. Obviously, Jokic, you know, he got better last year, which is crazy because everyone was like, Embiid, Giannis, Jokic, like last year were all really good. And those guys took all took a step further this year, too. So it's kind of crazy how much better they've gotten. And I want to see how, how much he – improves in the playoffs as well because you know they they struggled when they they got to the end of the playoffs the past couple of years um obviously Jamal Murray not playing is a big deal and that's a huge loss we'll see if Bones Highland can you know make the make the comeback and you know secure the bag but we'll see um yeah but that intrigues me especially with Clay being back I think we talked about, you know, a healthy Warriors is going to be a dangerous team. Um, and we didn't really expect Curry or Draymond to be out but or injured at the moment, but they are. So we'll see. If they're at full strength, I think this could be an easy road to the finals. But if they're, you know, if they're struggling with, with injuries and stuff like that and Draymond gets suspended or something stupid. They could they could be getting uh, out in the first round. I do have a question, real quick. Do you think Jokic is the MVP this season? Because I think he's like leading most of the ballots right now. I was just gonna say we gotta we gotta do an awards uh, episode yeah. or something. But yeah, I don't know. I I well, want Embiid to win it, but I have a feeling it'll be Jokic. It feels like to me, it's like the Giannis, you know, like when Giannis won back-to-back MVPs, but his team didn't do anything. That's what I feel like is going to happen. Jokic is going to win, but their team is like, I'm sorry, like without Jamal Murray or Michael Porter Jr., like, I just don't know. I have a hard time getting behind 
that team, you know, doing much in the place, especially against a team like the Warriors, who if Curry is back in normal, I would argue is probably one of the best teams in the league. So, yeah, I don't know. But interesting series, nevertheless. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't really have much to add, honestly, to the question, because I'm kind of with you guys. Um, Philly Toronto will be a very interesting series. Um, and I guess, you know, I'll ask this with that. If you're Joel Embiid and Philadelphia, let's say, gets knocked out in this series, at what point, you know, does your will to stay in Philly just like absolutely break? Because I've been wondering this the last few years now. If he dealt with all the Ben Simmons drama, then he gets James Harden and you can't get out of the first round. If that happened, that's a big if, of course. But if it does, like, how long does Embiid have left in Philadelphia? Well, there's like, I okay. think it. Okay, you go ahead. You go ahead. I'm just, I was just going to say, I think he's going to be there as long as they want him there. I don't think, I don't think they don't want him. I think, you know, as much as people have like gone away and said like, oh, the traditional like center is kind of dying out, you know, obviously Jokic and Embiid have, have been like MVP caliber players the past couple of years. So I think having him and just the force and dominance he he's become, I think he'll be there for as long as he wants to be there. But yeah, I don't know. What were you gonna say, Vinay? I don't. I don't let me let me just say Aiden, real quick. I, like what him. I meant is, I think the team obviously wants him there, but yeah. at what point does he not want to be there after all the playoff defeats and everything? Because they, they, Philadelphia still hasn't reached the conference finals with oh, him. I'm pretty sure. No, I think it could depend on this year because obviously we saw in Houston the shit that went down with Harden and Westbrook and Chris Paul and all of them and what Harden I think it's going to be on Harden it's not going to be on Embiid uh whether or not he wants to say I will also say like what okay so Joe Embiid let's say he's done with Philadelphia what other situation do you think he can even go in that like is better like I feel like he's been given like a really good like like a good deck of cards right now where he like the roster construction in Philly's like really solid Tyrese Maxey James Harden Tybo obviously if he <laughs> maybe not in Toronto but the roster I think is pretty solid for a court like I, I don't know like where Embiid would even go to like um to to you know progress his career but it is a fair point you bring up like this would be like I don't know since when they've been making the playoffs, but they haven't made a conference finals. I feel like though Joel is the type of guy to say, I'm going to win it for my city. Just because he is just supposed to be the polar opposite of like Ben Simmons, you know, like Ben Simmons is the guy who's just like, you know, you know, y'all ain't fucking with me. Y'all ain't messing with me. I'm out this, like I'm out. But Joel beats the type to be like, you know, I, y'all ain't messing with me. I'm a work on my game. I'm from a prove you guys wrong. So I feel like he's the type of person to stay, but I mean, if he was any other star, I would think he'd get fed up as well. I think they'd probably either force a new trade or try to get out for sure. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Uh, I would definitely say that Embiid seems to have that sort of like psyche as far as um, he wants to win it with Philly. Um, all right, then real quick, before moving on to the later rounds questions, who you got, Dallas or Utah? We haven't really talked about that series. I like Utah. Yeah, I like Utah. 
I like Utah as well, but low-key, if Doncic does come back, then I kind of like – I like Dallas winning the series. But, like, again, it comes back to his, like, health and his, his calf strain. Also, lesson learned, don't play your stars at the end of the season, and then you wouldn't be in the situation. But, um, yeah, I think Utah's winning if Dallas – if Luka's not playing, then, yeah, I think it's you have to – I think even if Luka comes back, they're going to win, to be honest. I think Utah does have that experience, and they they're kind of just, like – they're they're just ready to take that next step because they've you know they kind of got they got knocked out the past couple years and I mean they won all their first their first round matchups but they always lose in the next round so I think I think that's the step they're looking for I don't think they're going to see it this year I think they're going to lose to the Suns but I think they take care of business against the Mavs because I just don't see like Dinwiddie Brunson those guys like I just don't see them as like a B level player, like a number two level level guy in the NBA. And then you got Mitchell and Gobert, and they've been as much as they like say they hate each other or whatnot, or all the rumors and skepticism. They they still get it done. I have a question for you guys about this. Who do you think has more on the line in this series in terms of like their career, Donovan Mitchell or Luka Doncic? I mean, I think both of them are still early in their career, so I don't think it it's really going to matter that much. But I guess I would say Donovan Mitchell just because of the situation going on in Utah. I think Dallas's situation is different just because, like, Luka just needs a team around him. Like, I mean, yeah, I don't know. They just ha- They just have a terrible team around him. And Utah has a good squad around them, and they got good chemistry. And I think Quinn Snyder is a good coach. But so I I guess I would say that. But they're both still fairly young in their careers. So I don't think it's like, you know, like a career-ending series for either one of them. Yeah, I think they're in, like, similar situations just because of their age. Um, So, yeah, I'm with Aiden on that. And I'll also say Donovan Mitchell. The only reason I'll say Donovan is just because – of the situation that I don't, I think that I'm not sure if I agree with all the reports that are out there that Donovan really hates Rudy Gobert. Like everyone's trying to make it seem, but it does seem like it's kind of like the MB question I asked earlier of, I kind of think if they lose this series that Donovan's out of Utah and I wouldn't blame him by the way, because I, unlike you guys, I don't think he has a good team around him. I think Utah's done an awful job of building a 21st century NBA team around Donovan Mitchell. All due respect to Rudy Gobert, he's a good player, but he just, he doesn't fit well with Donovan. And also with Mike Conley, by the way, they ask Mitchell to honestly be the point guard now. That's not fair. Cause that's just not what he does. He's a scorer at heart. And he needs a point guard that can really help him in that sense. And I don't think Utah's given him that. And then, of course, they've dealt with some injuries, too, with Joe Ingles being out for the year and things like that. But, yeah, I don't know. Utah, they're in a tough spot, though, because I was looking at their last few – their last three months of basketball. They're 23 and 24 to finish off the year. Like, they're just – they're playing 500 ball for the last two or three months. So, they're not on the right streak, that's for sure. Do you think do you think that Donovan wants out or do you think Donovan wants, you know, the coaching staff out and go bear out and, you know, Conley 
because I, I I don't think he he hates it there necessarily, and I think he likes the fact that they're trying to build around him rather than building around Gobert Conley. So I don't know if that's a that's a different question posed. No, no, I mean that's that's a good question. I I think it's Donovan though. I think he like he wants out. Um, and I not that he doesn't like the team, but there's been a lot of reports that like he wants to go to a big market team. I don't know. Again, nobody knows if it's true. I've been hearing though, if Utah gets knocked out of the first round, he'll be calling the New York Knicks like first thing the next day. Apparently, I don't know if it's true. I find out how many superstars have said that before. Exactly, exactly. No, I, I agree with you on that, but I do think the there is some validity to that he wants to get out of Utah. It's it's such a small market team. It's also just like I think every single year he's been in the league, made the playoffs. They haven't gone past the conference semifinals. It is clear like that team they built is probably not going to win you a championship. And small market team, it's like hard to it is really hard to build a cohesive team. Like if you if you like they're like, I feel like they're just too centered on playing this brand of basketball that yeah, I don't know. Which is why I think Donovan has the most at line. If he loses, then I can't I can't expect Utah to like go into the season like thinking that, you know, oh, we're just going to run it back again. Like there's going to either A, Donovan's traded or B, they make drastic changes around their roster. For me, I think it's just the cap, the lack of capital and assets because I think like Utah would like to do like a big move or like a larger move besides the like, you know, Mike Conley trade to get another guy. Like I, I'd like to think that they were going to try to get Jeremy Grant I I know that sounds a little wild but someone of that level that you know he's shown that he can be good but he'd probably be like a fourth option on on the Jazz but like they just don't have the assets like I don't think if you traded him to the Pistons like what are you going to give the Pistons like Royce O'Neal or Joe Ingles they're not going to want that and I don't think they have enough draft capital either to you know, give a lot. I mean, like they're gonna give like four first round picks or something like that. Like, I don't think the Pistons really want like a bottom, you know, a bottom ten first round pick for the next four years. Like, yeah, I just think their lack of assets have caused them to to be that bad. Well, and and they don't even have their first round pick this year. Um, right. Like that, that's to Memphis. And so that, that's exactly what you're talking about. They don't have the assets. And then also, if you look at their payroll, they're not going to be under the cap. And I, I just mean under the cap. Like they will not have cap space for the next two seasons for either of them. And if I'm Donovan, and I'm looking at that. You're saying, you're, you know, you're stuck with Rudy. Like that's just what it is. You're stuck with Mike Conley for the next two seasons. Like, I just I find that really difficult to believe that he's going to say, you know what, I've done it for three straight years now and it's the same second round loss. I'm going to do it again. I just find that really unlikely. And um, also, I don't even think getting Jeremy Grant like helps them. Like I like I, I feel like it's it's the B like I just feel like with Rudy Gobert and it goes back to the traditional center debate. Like I just don't know if you can win championships with him being like your B player. Like, he, he was, he's great. He's a great defender, but. I think you'd have you'd have to somehow get another star. and it's like it's hard, right? They don't even have the capital for it. So trick it's a tricky situation in Utah for sure.
Most definitely. Well, um, man, we spent a while talking about the jazz. I promise this isn't a Utah jazz podcast, but content they wanted, man. (laughs) Exactly. Um, All right. So we already kind of went over the first round matchups and everything like that, but let's talk about later on in the playoffs. I'm going to give you guys a list of teams that I think are legitimate contenders because of course there's 16 teams that make the playoffs, but Let's be honest, there's only five or six that have a legit chance at winning the championship. Here's my list of six teams. Phoenix, Memphis, Golden State, Milwaukee, Brooklyn, and Philadelphia. Do you guys agree with those six? Do you think there should be another team, or would you take some of those teams out? Out. I think there are – I don't know. I want to say there's three legit contenders. I think the Bucks, the Suns, and a healthy Warriors. And I emphasize the healthy. Um, but I do think I think it's just the Bucks and the Suns at the moment. I think it's going to be a rematch. Um, and if it's if it's not, and one of those teams is in, that team is going to beat the shit out of whoever they're playing um but yeah those teams have been hot right now so i think i think that's um those are the two contenders obviously like i don't i don't think the grizz are ready yet they're not ready i think maybe a year or two from now you know maybe they make a run like the hawks did last year and get to the conference finals but i i don't think they're they're ready yet um i think jaron is still a little bit too uh I don't know what to say but I don't think Jaron is ready to be that number two guy yet um but I think yeah but yeah the Suns and the Bucks are definitely ready for a rematch yeah I would say from the list I think I agree with what Aiden's saying for the most part I don't think Memphis Memphis is going to be a team that's probably going to come back and actually like win a lot of stuff and look bad but I just I just can't see Memphis I don't know like Brooklyn and Philly like I feel like they're just kind of there just because for the sake of just like they have stars but um I don't know like I I, if the Nets figured it out if KD and they figure out the defense and Simmons comes back then yeah for sure then the Bucks I also think people are kind of so it's kind of gotten to a point where people just completely just like are sleeping on Miami like no one's taking them seriously and like I, I don't think I'm taking them as seriously either. But it's almost gone to a point where it's just like, like maybe they're a contender too. Like I mean, Jimmy Butler, Kyle Lowry, they have experience. Been they've done it before. Um, the bubble year they shocked everyone, and they are a one seed. So their potential, like it's it's not like they have. Um, like I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Heat may either. They're a deep team. They're very well coached, and yeah, they have experience. Minus it does come down to how Jimmy plays, but. Yeah, for sure, though, Suns, Bucks, and I think Warriors, yeah. If Steph is playing, then yeah, for sure, those three. Yeah, I was just going to say with the Warriors, um, I I meant them being at full health. So, um, yeah, if if not, then obviously I would take them off too. Yeah, I I don't know. I think Memphis, you guys brought up a good point. They're very young. I mean, John Morant's been in the playoffs one time, which was last year as an eight seed. And, And so, they don't have the experience, but when I look at this year's NBA playoffs, and maybe this has just been me recently in general, 
it's like it's hard to pick a legitimate favorite because there's no LeBron James, there's no healthy Kawhi Leonard, there's no, you know, like if Steph and the Warriors were fully healthy, I think they would be a higher seed and I would pick them to win it all. But it just it seems like there's a lot more questions. And, you know, even with Brooklyn and Philadelphia, like you guys said, they have the stars. But my God, there's so many questions with Brooklyn right now. So, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's it comes back to health. And the season's been pretty entertaining in the fact that, like, all these teams are pretty even in terms of, like, record. There's no there's no clear, like, one good team. You could argue Phil, uh, Phoenix. You could argue Phoenix. But even then, I still feel like Phoenix is still on everyone else's level. Like, anyone can beat anyone. So that's definitely something to watch for sure. Most definitely. All right, then. Yeah, since obviously we don't know, um, the, you know, the later on matchups, I'm just going to ask this straight up. So the beginning of the playoffs, who you guys got winning it all? All right, I give you the whole rundown. So for Heat, I think the Hawks will win. So I got Heat over the Hawks. Sixers, Raptors, I got Raptors. Bucks, Bulls, I got Bucks, Celtics, Nets. I and, right, <laughs> and you going and then, down the line, bro. I meant who you got right. winning at all. <laughs> and then I got I got Raptors beating the Heat, Bucks beating the Nets, and then Bucks beating Raptors. Then in the West, I got Suns, Jazz, Warriors, Grizz, Warriors over Grizz, Suns over Jazz. And then I got a health – if the Warriors are healthy – they they beat the Suns, but if not, the Suns win. But I got the Bucks repeating. I think you were talking about earlier about you know not having LeBron back in the playoffs and having like someone who is the guy. I think Giannis is the guy. Um, he showed that last year, and I think this year he's progressed more. And if that if that jump shot starts going in in the playoffs, it's it's a wrap for for any team they play. Yeah, I want to pick the Bucks again, but uh, I picked Baylor to win the NCAA tournament repeat, and that didn't work out too well. So I'm gonna stay away from repeats. Give me, give me. That's the- that's a different situation. Hey. There were injuries and stuff. Hey, well, I mean, shoot, you never know. But uh, give me the Warriors. If the Warriors are um, healthy, I think the Warriors they'll beat the Suns, and I don't think they'll play. I think honestly, they're gonna play a team like the Miami Heat in the. Um, in the championship anyway in the finals i don't think i feel like some teams are going to get upset or upset in the playoffs so yeah give me the warriors dude that that's an interesting pick though with the war i feel like they haven't been talked about as much of like actually winning it all yeah i'm, I'm trying to find okay they, they they're given the fourth best odds right now to win the nba then the championship um interesting the celtics are tied with them no, I would not take Boston. are legit. They are. They are pretty good. It's just the Robert Williams injury just I just hurts them a lot. Yeah, I was gonna say with that, and also I just I don't know, I'll stay sleeping on Boston. Boston fans come after me if you want, but I'm I don't know. I don't believe in them like that. Um, I guess to win it all, I'm going to Phoenix. <clears throat> I haven't been on the Phoenix hype train really like all year long. But the more I see of them and like I've started seeing actually a couple of their games in like the last two weeks. Um, I don't know. They they just they look legit. And I think they needed what happened last year to help them this year. 
Like they, they have the motivation for this year after losing in the finals last year. And I think Chris Paul, by the way, um, I haven't seen anything on, I don't, I don't think he has any sort of injury or anything, but he certainly did last year. I don't know if you guys yeah. have seen any like JJ Reddick's podcast, but yeah. Chris Paul actually had a big injury um, later in the playoffs last year that nobody talked about and Phoenix completely hit it. It was with his like elbow or something. Yeah. And it was, like, it, it was yeah. really weird. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. So yeah, I think Phoenix, um, I got them. They've been the most consistent all year long. I know that's, that's, you know, staying chalk, but I got Phoenix. Um, I think Brooklyn right now, I have Phoenix and Brooklyn actually in the finals, even if Ben Simmons doesn't come back, I think KD turns it up a notch. I know it might sound crazy, but I, I really think, I think Brooklyn beats Milwaukee in the second round. I'm just saying though, if you got Brooklyn in the finals, wouldn't you take them over the Suns? Like, I feel like if, if it's Brooklyn Phoenix and it's like KD and it's like balling out, like. Um, nah, because the, the thing is with Brooklyn though, or between those two teams, Phoenix has the supporting cast. Mikal Bridges yeah. is a stud. No, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Jake Crowder, DeAndre Aiden, I, I wouldn't call them supporting mm-hmm. cast, but yeah. they, they have so many guys that can really help out. Brooklyn doesn't have that. That's, and that's the like, risk with me even picking them to go that far and that's the only concern I have is just that it's tough relying on just two guys because who else do they have I mean Patty Mills has been pretty disappointing this season Andre Drummond is Andre Drummond you know like it's just it's hard so I got Phoenix though I think it comes down to Aiton though because you know he is in his contract season and you know if they win a championship he will feel obligated to re-sign that. And I don't know if he wants that or not. I mean, I'm I'm guessing he would, especially if they win. But you know, if he if they don't, then you know, he he might leave. He's more likely to leave for sure. But yeah, it comes down to him and how much he 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 wants to be there and how much he wants it. I know Booker and Chris Paul, you know. Chris Paul has finally made some friends. So I think that that's going well for them. And if he can just finally get that ring that he's been chasing forever, that would be huge. And then that would be huge for Devin Booker too, just because I think, you know, Chris Paul is not going to be there forever. So it would be good for him to, you know, get a ring and then, you know, be able to attract other, other superstars to come play with him in Phoenix. For sure. For sure. All right. Well, like I said, this podcast is being recorded um, the day of the last playing games. It's actually, we have like what, two, three hours before the playing start today. And so real quick, I know this episode is going to be coming out after, but <laughs> we'll get to see if we were right or not. Who you guys got winning the two plans tonight? It is New Orleans and L- the LA Clippers and then Atlanta and Cleveland. Who you got? You go and go first, Aiden. I said the Hawks earlier, but honestly, I'm going to pick the Cavs now. I decided to go Cavs. Um, yeah. And then for the other game, I guess I'll go Pelicans. I, I It doesn't really matter to me. I think it's just kind of a – the Hawks, the Hawks-Cavs game is kind of a toss-up for me. Um, but it is intriguing, though. I will say it is intriguing um, more than the Pelicans-Clippers game. But, yeah. Those are my picks. Yeah, I'll take 
I also, because like you can't go against Trey Young. Oh, this is tough, but uh, don't go against your man Darius Garland. I, gotta, like I can't that. go against my man Darius Garland. Like I knew there was probably gonna not be the Nets, but they they played well enough. I think this season to earn a playoff spot. So let's go, let's go with the um, yeah, let's go with the Cavaliers. And then um, the NBA wants the Pelicans in the playoffs, but the Clippers they got the resilience. I know Paul George is out with COVID, but uh, give me the LA Clips at home. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. Um, I'll start in the Western conference. I'm going with the Pelicans. Um, I don't like Zion Williamson, so I wouldn't mind at all if they lost that game also, because I like what the Clippers have done this year, but I got to go Pelicans just because of CJ McCollum and PG, yeah. uh, PG 13, not playing CJ has been balling. He's been, out, he's been really solid. Yeah. I mean, ever since he got traded there and he's the man now for them, I mean, he has been balling out. And so I'm happy for him, and I'm going to have to go with New Orleans. Um, in the other game, it's going to be interesting because it looks like Jared Allen is like 50-50 on if he's playing. And so that that's a tough loss for Cleveland if they don't get him. But I think in these type of plans and playoff games, you got to rely on stars. And it's about who has the bigger star, the better star. And I'm going with Trey Young in Atlanta. Um, I think the Hawks get it done and they make it back to the playoffs. So yeah, so listeners, you'll get to you'll get to judge us though right away because if you've made it this far, which I know most people don't, but yeah, I mean, we'll already know obviously when we post this who won those games. So we'll see. But yeah, hey, do you guys have anything else? To add though, before we finish it up here, I'm excited for the playoffs. Aiden is just currently just walking. For those listening right now, Aiden just just the camera's moving on him. But um, excited for the playoffs. Man. It feels good to be back. Um, last year's playoffs was playoffs were really fun to watch. So hoping for a great playoff run this year. Also hoping for no injuries. That's a major thing. No injuries. Yeah, I was just going to say, everyone give a prayer that there's no injuries this in these playoffs because I, I feel like that really killed last year, to be honest. But, yeah. yeah. yeah no, and, and, by the way, teams are still suffering because I was thinking about this the other day, but, like, obviously, you know, Jamal Murray in Denver, he's still out. Kawhi in L.A. is still out and so on. So, yeah, hopefully that doesn't happen this year. But, all right, so we're going to wrap it up here on the Three Rings podcast. Um, like we said at the beginning, make sure to follow us on all social media accounts, Instagram, Spotify, we're on everything, Twitter. So follow us there again. I mean it like to fans actually like message us because, you know, we're always down to answer a bunch of questions. Um, I know we'll probably do a Pistons off season guide upcoming. And then of course, some other episodes like award season and things like that. So make sure to stay tuned. Got big things coming, and thank you guys for listening. Peace.